0: This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to
1: another episode of the Roomasher's Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. You can also find me on the uh, Craftology Radio Network Fantasy Brews, which will be coming more in your face in 2021. So, Coming
0: more in your face. Perfect. Wow! Bam. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Just,
1: Just wham.
2: <laughs> in, it's in.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> all right, Ryan. Lost Man, we're going to find you. Hopefully, not all over their face. Welcome to the official podcast, the Craftology Radio Network. This is Craft Brews Geek News, a collection of Craft Brews and Geek News tied together loosely. Here on Craft Brews Geek News, we talk about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who can speak to these things besides myself? Hi, Donnie here, and uh, Mr. Guy
1: 813... <laughs> Is, is that, it? Is that, what, is that what you're looking for? No. <laughs> I Ladies, on i People can't find you. I, I promise. I haven't changed. Just because it's a new year, new well, me, what is doesn't, it mean, doesn't mean I changed my name for like the fifth time in 10 months. No. I'm good. Glad to be here. It's Tuesday. Here with you guys. And your name is? Ryguy813. Underscore 813? Do I need the underscore? It doesn't sound as good. I don't know. You anymore. put it in there. No. Hey!
0: (laughs) Who's that little squeaky boy? Sklossman, how are you? Squeaky boy? Am I squeaky? I don't know. Uh, I squeaked in there. It's okay if I am. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Uh, Good. We'll see. Mm, We'll see. (laughs) Fine, I'm sure. This show's gonna be riveting. Mm. Is it, Ryan? It is. Is it? It is. It's our first show of 2021. Yes. Boys, we made it. I know we, really? we basically retired the old podcast, and we started the new one here for 2021, and I'm excited. I think we've got nothing but upward momentum for us ahead in this year, which is better than last year. Across the board.
2: Yeah, there's only yes. way one way to go out of a garbage pile, and straight
0: up... No, you know, I heard it actually artic- articulated perfectly. It was like, there was a big trash fire, and they just took the trash fire 2020, and they put it in a different trash bin, and now that one is on fire
1: as well. It's t- <laughs> called 2021.
0: It's just like maintaining the same blaze.
1: Has anyone seen that meme going around the internet where it's the Joker introducing it to 2021? It's like uh, 2020 showing 2021 around the office. <laughs> and he's like, have you seen that? <laughs> okay. No. Oh, my God. But it's I can so imagine good. the
0: hilarity because it's basically what we're doing right now.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, it goes hand in hand with the convo
0: with with the convo uh speaking of convos so uh speaking of changes right yeah brand new year brand new me if you're ryan 2020 was the year of brand new me four times over is that how many times you changed some but not all of your social media handles that's is that right. correct yeah just finding myself great you're just trying to hide from anyone that's trying to find you that too <laughs> yeah yeah. So, what what, what what, I did for the network is I went ahead and just aligned everything together. So, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. And the only thing it is not now, at any time, if you want to find us on, again, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, is just Craftology Radio. Simple. Like it. If you want to find us on Twitch, Craft Brews and Geek News it's for this specific podcast. Anything else? craftology radio and all of our stuff will be there because we're not only putting out stuff like mandalorian videos which are great um our gameplay in let's plays which are fun but but we're also putting out things now like trailer breakdowns which we did for the the high republic which is the new publishing um initiative from lucasfilm so so there's there's a lot more coming in this year i do think that 2021 is a lot of fun and the way that we're kicking it off here from the Craftology Radio Network standpoint is to align all of our social platforms so that everybody out there can find us very easily, very simply, and hopefully engage with us. And
1: I was going to say, quick plug, I'll be covering a lot more sports this year, and we've got a couple episodes coming your way for this year's uh, NFL playoffs, so stay tuned for so 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 that. yeah
0: correct me if, so so please tease that just a little bit your intent is to do what and people may have seen it because we've already posted the first is it season two or well, season
1: three I mean technically it's probably still part of season one but that's okay but you Yeah. Okay. (laughs) call it season two. uh, Only because uh, the guys, you know, we were trying to get on board with the whole NFL draft and leading into fantasy draft last year and all this other stuff. We really didn't cover much of the season. We kind of waited till the end because everybody was really busy and, of course, COVID. So now this year, though, we all want to come together and give you as much sports as we possibly can, especially football. Um, you know, so we're going to cover the playoffs. We're going to cover the Super Bowl. And then uh, starting up again around maybe a month or so before the draft, we'll be bringing you more uh, mock drafting. And then we'll lead into fantasy football drafts, you know, through different types of league setups. And we'll take you through next season as well. So it'll be fun.
0: Yep. And so that is Fantasy Brews. And that'll be on the Craft Brews Gig News channel here under the Craftology Radio. That Network. is correct. Yeah. So, you can find all that stuff here. And if you want to learn more, go to craftologyradio.com. Ryan's show is listed there, as are all of our shows. They're fantastic and they are diversified. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So, yeah, again, the big thing is the uh, the YouTube channel and all the socials for Craftology Radio are aligned, and we are getting some traction there. Like I said, we're posting, I'm trying to post um, regular weekly videos there. So, there'll be something there every week to check out. Please do it. And if you like it, leave a comment, subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. We are gaining in subscribers almost every day. It's bizarre. But um, but we're excited to have everybody on board, and we really just uh, appreciate you. So anything else, boys, before we get into the uh, the show itself? Lost man's out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope, never was in jail. Uh, I always
2: had this weird moving blanket to absorb sound. He was in podcast
0: him.
1: jail, basically. Podcast jail, yes. Yeah, Not actual jail. jail. Thank you Correct. for Very
2: slandering. Uh, no, I always, always had this weird uh, moving blanket that had some sort of numbers on it and that has been removed because i fixed my own washer which is great i mean until i realized how much wash i had and then it was like oh shit <laughs>
0: this is a chore <laughs> leaving for the maid yeah, boy,
2: boy. yeah we're, we're figuring that out but mm. everything's fully functional and operational we're fine down here how are you
0: how, how <laughs> are you no very good very good good glad to see that you're up and running last ryan got a new cat. I did. And he's doing fantasy brews again. That's great. <laughs> I corrected all the socials. We're ready to start the show, boys. Woo! Right. All have right, let's get into it. Cat league. <laughs> so I should hit record
1: mean? now. Got it. Okay.
0: <laughs> what is a fantasy cat league?
2: I don't know. You said he got a new one, and I was like, "Well, should I get a new one? Maybe I should just like talk about it and like look at the stats. The cat. Stats. I would much
0: prefer to have a fantasy cat than what a is real just, cat.
2: It's just a cat stat. I mean, you know, see how many fumbles they take off the couch. <laughs> how, many, how many how many gravies they can eat I, I don't know no not feeling that bit huh
0: No. Okay. as we always start every week another week <laughs> with our famous segment what are you drinking what are you going to drink I actually got a real banger just cruising through the old Publix today I got the seasonal migration the red pale ale from TVBC it's, a great um, beer. it's an India pale ale which I, which I do appreciate I don't typically gravitate towards um, the reds as you guys and the podcast damn well knows. But 6.5%er, um, it's like a... I wouldn't even say it's like a winter or a spring. I don't know why they decided to do this, but um, the seasonal migration, I'm guessing, has something to do with, with whatever the seasonal migration actually is. Um, but it's pretty good. It's all right. Um, in terms of red India pale ales, red IPAs, it goes right up there with anything else that, that I would enjoy it. I don't particularly love it more than say the the donkey, uh, what is it, reef, reef donkey, donkey, or the um, like the typical you know stuff they have at Tubc. It's it's fine. Tamby Brewing Company always makes a good product. I feel like this red IPA is not anything too aggressive in the red category or the IPA category. It's kind of like flush down the middle, so it should appease everybody. Um, it's in sixteen ounce, you know, kind of big boys is that my favorite probably not i'd be happier probably with uh with this a six, you know a 12 ounce regular configuration because what, what i get with a red iPA is it gets a little um little meaty a little bit um not dry but and it's not multi it's like just a little bit too much it's too much mouthfeel. it's too much yeah <laughs> yeah and i just, i just don't love that i i don't love reds i don't i don't particularly you know love ipas i do enjoy ipas more often than most but for a red ipa i think it's very drinkable and again it's very down the line i think when it's cool and it's enjoyable to drink out by the fire when it's a nice uh, you know ice cold beer i think it's perfect um short of that it's um it's just meh you know it's it's all right it's better than meh it's 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 good it's a good beer i agree Uh, i i had
1: it a couple weeks ago i thought it was really good
0: yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I can't complain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't complain about anything. TVVC makes like it really. Tampa Bay Brewing Company is a good, reliable beer. Yeah, manufacturer. You just like saying they, it's they not going to be your go-to. Beer. Yeah, yeah, it's it won't be. But no red ever is. There's <laughs> there's not been one red that I've been like yes, that is dive, my go-to. Diver Down. Well,
1: that's not really an IPA though.
2: That's never even been mine. Like I mean, it's good. It's just Diver it Down not been my favorite it's not been it my just, go-to
1: there's just a little bit
0: too too much sweetness like on the um on the tail of it i don't i don't know yeah. something, something that something that makes it not right to me fair enough but seasonal migration from tambay brewing company is what i brought because i never had it before and 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 that's it and before before i pass the the baton i just want to say one thing that i've noticed from last year and and the four or five years we've been doing this thing you know what's great about this podcast this thing that we do it's not rhetorical, I'm just saying. Craft beer is so diverse that literally I had to go out to do one errand today. And I was like, hey, today's podcast day. I have a couple dogfish left in my fridge. I got a couple of this, a couple of that. I was like, but I'm going to pop out and just grab something different. And I don't know about you guys, but but correct me if I'm wrong. Every time for, for the 26 weeks each year that we do this podcast, right, for the last two years, I've been able to go out and get a different beer every night to talk about with you guys that mm-hmm. we do this thing. that That's pretty unique. You know, if we were going to, say, tour aquariums, right, and, and we were going to do a podcast about that, it'd be very difficult every other week to find a new aquarium to go through and tour and be amazed with and speak to freely and have different opinions and to be able to talk about it. But craft beer allows us to do just that. We we can have a different beer Every week, every weekend, every other week, whatever. I don't think any of us, by design or, or, or without too much strain, have had to have been reduced down to repeating the same beer over and over again, right? Correct. Is that fair? Yeah. We, we do it occasionally. We do it time and time again because we've got our favorites. But I think that it is important to say that craft beer is unique because we, we could have a podcast just tasting beers. And people do that. The internet is full of that. I, I get that. That's not what we were out to do. It wasn't just about the beer. But like... It is interesting to say, and I, I just it just came, uh, you know, just washed over me today. And I was like, it's pretty unique that we, we chose a topic for the last four or five years that we could say, I'm going to grab a new one of those every week just to see. And there's going to be some that I don't like and some that I do. And we found plenty we don't, plenty we do. But it is a unique opportunity that we we've presented ourselves, boys, and I, I I congratulate us on that because it is fun. And I think hopefully people enjoy listening to uh, to different takes on these these beers. They can go up to their very same grocery store and whatever and pick up. That's it. Sorry. Well said. I way too long.
1: But. Well said. Yeah. That
2: was yeah. well said.
0: So but, I thought it was interesting. I, I just It just dawned on me. I was like, we've never had to repeat. We've repeated because we bought a 12-pack of something and we, we really enjoyed something. I get that. Or it's just out of necessity. But there's opportunity there to really just reach for the stars. And I think that's great.
2: Yes. And on the heels of that, I think... The two of you might be able to guess what I brought tonight. Highline. Gar-City Highline. Jeez. Yep. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's always light. our go-to. it has not picture? taken
1: advantage of yeah. the different craft beers out there. No. You were painting
2: yeah. that picture, and I was straight up just huffing out of a paper bag, <laughs> which you were trying to say. I was like, oh,
0: no. I'm just doing this all wrong. <laughs> but no, I, no. It's not It's not every time, but like, you've had a couple of the unique Budweisers that I couldn't see. Ryan's had some really unique stuff that either um, crazy uh, Eddie's Garage or other stuff. Like, you've had some really unique stuff that you've brewed. Like, it, it, it is unique that, like, not every show can say, Yeah, I've got something really special every time. But I think amongst the three of us and, and our uh, illustrious guests, we find something that people haven't had at least one every episode. I'll just say that. Correct.
1: Correct. And Go that's on.
0: why this segment is, what are you drinking? What will you drink? It's not necessarily, you know, the run-of-the-mill ciders or uh, uh, spritzers that Ryan's su- sucking down hey, every day on the golf course. Hey. It's it's just that, you know, there is opportunity there for some really unique stuff.
1: So. I, Which I will be providing next time we're on the podcast. I don't have anything to share this evening besides a spritzer.
0: <laughs> or a seltzer, <laughs> a <sorry>. seltzer. seltzer. seltzer, <laughs> seltzer. I like course. Spritzers seltzers. Better.
1: Coors Light's yeah. making seltzer. So, can you make a spritzer, please? <laughs> All
0: right. Well, Lyle, since you did bring some puss-ass beer,
1: uh, go ahead.
2: Aw, I, I like Halle. Th- I feel like he,
1: yeah. I feel like that's a review right there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Cigar City Halle, You're great. I love you. Keep it going.
0: Don't go. Don't go a changing. He's yeah. a
1: reliable fan. Yeah. No, I always that's good, because
0: I talked way longer about what I had than you did, so you, that's you, fine. You, you filled in out.
1: for both of us not having a shareable I mean, beer <laughs> yeah, no i had a good one i
2: still have a good one it's just it's cigar city i mean there's nothing wrong. it is with it. a good one it's, yeah it's my favorite it's, it's my favorite great. one period i honestly love seeing it like in gas stations my 7-eleven No, oh, you know not, not gonna go down that road i love seeing it in Publix. i love seeing it at walgreens i love seeing it like all over the place because i'm like yeah man get the- after it
0: do you do the thing where you cruise down the aisle and you see that as like a gold, you know, gold spire? And then you just keep cruising. It's like, oh, is there anything else? Yeah. Anything? Nope, I'm going back. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> it. I've that's done that do several it. times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I run to the gas station just for a second. I'm like, we're just going to get X, Y, Z. I'm like, hmm, I need some beer. I'm like, do they have it. Boom, okay, they have it. Do they have anything else? Nope, going back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> for like a local beer, it's cigar. got great coverage. Yeah. 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 Love you, Cigar City. Keep it going. Keep it going, Canarchy.
1: Ryan, anything uh, on the table? Uh, no, like I said, I'll bring a special one on the next podcast.
0: All right. With
2: sweet
1: teas.
0: <laughs>
2: and a yawn.
1: Sweet teas into a yawn. That's,
2: <sighs> that's rare. You folks heard it, right. it here first. Sweet Yawns are contagious, yawn. so
1: there are a thousand other people listening to this podcast right now just yawning on their way to work because we just mm, yawn. Hopefully. So those <laughs> of you who resist... Hang in there. All right,
0: hang in there. So as we get into our craft beers segment here, craft alcohol makers are getting a final break, and this happened. Let's see. Last week, I guess the beginning of the week, first of the year would be would have been the fourth of the year. Would have been last Monday, which again is is old in terms of news. But the good news is that local craft beer, beer makers, wineries, distillers, um, they've been hard hit hard by the pandemic, obviously. But last week they dodged another economic hardship when Congress passed. And President Trump signed um, the great uh, stimulus package. Great. Good for everybody. Hope you got your checks. That's awesome. But inside that package was a permanent extension of the Craft Beverage Modernization and Tax Reform Act, which basically allows smaller scale or micro or macro, whatever you want to say, not macro, but micro um, breweries and, and small breweries across the nation Um, producers, not only breweries, but alcohol producers to keep their prices lower for loving customers of their products. Basically, um, inside that package, uh, it just keeps the alcohol uh, tax of $3.50 per barrel um, for the first 60,000 barrels of domestic breweries and wineries um, that are producing less than 2 million brewers annually. If not, that tax would be doubled to $7 a barrel. So uh, that was put in what, uh, Obama presidency, uh, Obama range, it was something like that, it was put in, it was probably put in I think four years ago, I forget exactly when that um, that that exercise tax was initiated, but it really does cause a big difference, because we, we covered this literally February of two, 2020, so last year, just about this time, when it was passed, and it's, oh, this is great, $3.50 on the barrel for the first 60,000 barrels. That's fantastic, but imagine somebody that's at fifty eight thousand, like, and I don't, I, I should know, and I do not know, but some of the small knuckle uh, craft breweries that are around here, I would imagine, you know, six ten is close to that. I would imagine definitely TBBC is is very very close, if not exceeding that that limit of, of uh, they're not exceeding it, but crap, Tampa Brewing Company's got to be there, Cigar City i think it's probably over (sighs) because they're part of the the greater kind of collaboration so i'm not sure exactly but that is a lot of money that's literally twice the amount of money in tax they'd have to pay and we we equated it last year i think to um to about two hundred thousand dollars for the brewery that makes sixty thousand barrels or or less yep that's a significant chunk of change and just that two hundred thousand dollars right there could could literally save or you know make a break salaries and staff and and operations and distribution and canning and production it's just a lot of money so it's good that that will indefinitely at least for the near future be enacted and uh, that's a big win for craft beer and that's a big win for these folks that really really did need it so yeah. um that was our first story boys but that's all i wanted to say about it
1: no i think that's good and um you know like donnie was just saying you know that would be an extra two hundred thousand dollars a year on top of the already two hundred thousand dollars that they could be if they're right at that sixty thousand barrel, uh, you know, line there. You know that's an extra two hundred thousand dollars. Think of all that money that uh, they'd have to pay out of pocket. You know that affects business tremendously. So I'm glad they made that decision and they made it permanent you know, a permanent extension means permanent. So, you know, that's, that's good. They don't have to worry about it anymore. They can try to recoup some losses and damages from what happened in 2020 and, uh, really move forward to, uh, keeping everything going. So I'm happy that that got passed along with all that other stuff.
0: Yeah, it it does mean, it does mean something not only good for, um, current, you know, and, and small and, and, struggling craft you know out there but it also means something you're right like hopeful for the future that that you know folks can get into the business and understand that this is the the fixed cost that we'll be dealing with because that's just what it's going to be there's no ambiguity about you know how it's actually going to be um, handled moving forward so that that is that is helpful I think it's hopeful Um, and I think that eventually this will get us back on track to where we're we're trending in in the early days literally a year ago where we had 8,000 plus breweries nationwide right? And we expected about 30% of those maybe have closed since COVID and that kind of stuff happened. So hopefully we can get back to that righteous age of um, of craft brewing here nationwide very quickly. And that will not only encourage us as a podcast and us as people that drink beer, but also help us to get that influx of new beers and things to try and people to hang out and, and new experiences, which is what we just always enjoyed from these craft breweries. So Hopefully, that is a big step forward, and I think it really will be. So, I'm hopeful. Moving on to our Geek News section, drink it on in, send it on back. Loss, I wanted to kick it off with a Minecraft update, because oh. you and I have been playing Minecraft recently for some reason. Yes. And it doesn't, leave, <laughs> it doesn't leave this podcast, but are you having fun?
2: I'm having an absolute blast with it. <laughs> it uh, yeah, it's a game that I picked up by myself years and years ago as a child. And now I have picked back up, and as an adult, I'm like, whoa, this is better with beers and getting, you know, forgetful and forgetting how to mine things and craft things. And well, gosh
0: darn it, that's half the game. It's (laughs) a roll. So Ryan, Loss, it, Ryan, have you ever played Minecraft?
1: I I, I tried to with the kids. Okay. Obviously, you know their thing is Roblox. They try to get me into Minecraft. they were like, "Look, I'm already spending money on Roblox. We're not spending money on Minecraft." So I have it on the Twitch. We don't Twitch. got that Roblox money. But, you know what I mean? Yeah get back, all right, keep so it all Loss. in one place but i i
0: do Loss, know it's back fun. it up back it up for a second back it up back so it up. what is minecraft give us a 30 second version if you were going to explain it to to orion even though he vaguely knows just for the listeners out there what is a minecraft can you explain it please and then i'll add the context as to why i included it on this podcast
2: you take zelda and you mix it with legos and then it's yep that's actually it
0: that's a bad awesome. description. Oh, Basically, what it is, there's no blood, great. there's no guts, there's no gore, there's no nothing. There, There's essentially... It's a it's a sandbox environment where you can build or destroy or explore or do whatever you'd like to. But they put, like Laos more eloquently said last weekend as we were playing until 5 in the morning for some reason, that it's, it's a place that you can go to and you can literally... Make You can make whatever you want out of it. And so if you just wanted to dig in a mine and and find things and get money, you can do that. If you want to build a house and a structure and walls and a fortress and defend yourself, you can do that. There's a day-night cycle. And every day when the sun goes down, the monsters come out and they can hurt you. And if you're not prepared accordingly, then they will kill you. And so the intent is... And, and there's loss to it so like everything you carry on you if you get killed it, it is just there in the environment And if you don't pick it back up it's gone forever huh. so the, the beauty of it is it's a survival game at its core with very very simple mechanics but the way that you take those mechanics and you craft them into your own adventure and i'll t- dovetail this into how me and louse are playing this game it is what makes the game and it's a Children's game, essentially, it with, I say children's game like World of Warcraft is a children's game. It's not really a kids' game because it's so complicated in the mechanics, but it's so simple that a child could pick it up and play it, right? Yep. So, so the Minecraft doesn't work the way that like Battlefront Two or like Call of Duty or anything else works. It's it's a self-contained ecosystem, and I can invite my friends in to play with me. But the mechanics, the gravity, the the things that happen, the physics don't change. So that's the fun part, is that Laos knows Minecraft from back in the day when he played it. I've never played it. I had it, and I wanted to play it, so I invited Laos into my game. And then sure enough, it was just me and him building small little villages until we felt like we had enough of what we were doing, and then we'd move far away in the land and then set up a new one. And that's the fun part of it. And then as you get there, you build up more stuff, and your base gets bigger, and you have more things to play with, and then you go further. But Laos, please, add, add to that, and then I can explain my, my new strategy.
2: I was going to say, and then sometimes when you plan poorly, the sun sets too soon, you don't have food, and you have to dig a dirt hole to try and survive the night because there's zombies and monsters out there. So legitimately, you have to run for your life at certain points, which is pretty great until you make it enough in the world to be like, I've got armor, and I've got a house, and I don't need to worry about these things. Okay, so so you have to
1: do a little more than just playing in a different game, like Roblox. Roblox, obviously, is different games, different things but this is actually uh, an adventure this is survival this is
0: it's a survival game at its core it's just not it's not like a hardcore like it is a hardcore survival because like you you will die if you don't prepare yourself appropriately even with the bare minimum stuff but the bare minimum stuff you can you can survive Hmm. a thousand nights it's just you have to adhere to the rules of the game but when you tweak the rules of the game is when it gets really interesting and by tweak i mean when when you when you push the boundaries of the game is when it gets very fun. Because Lostman and I have played now for what, two weekends? Yeah. And it's just one it's one night each weekend. We've played so we've only played for two nights. The first night we played from like eleven PM to like five in the morning. I don't know how it happened, but we were gone for like six hours playing Minecraft. I don't I don't understand it. Oh it God. it was intense. And then and then the last weekend we played I think we were only on for three or four hours. So we've only played like seven hours in this game, which is not a ton of time. But since then, I've played 10 or 15 minutes. And you can do something which is called, uh, you can build these portals into a a nether region. I'm sure Roblox and whatever has very similar mechanics. But what it does is it basically turns, you you can build a portal and then you go through it. And it takes you into this, like, hellish version of the real world where everything is amplified eight times. So, like, Like every block you travel is eight times further than the real world. Everything you capture or kill is eight times more valuable in the real world. And by building this portal, like, it was a whole goal for us to get to. We found a portal, we made bases by it, we were trying to rebuild it. And then I hacked it and figured out that you could build a portal very easily by just transferring some blocks around, and boom. And so now I've got this great strategy that I wanted to share with Laos to see if he agrees, where I just unequip everything, and I go in naked as the day I was born, and then venture as far into the nether portal as I can, and then die. And what I do is I learn where to go, but I often get lost, and then I have no supplies to bring back because I'm dead. Laos, do you agree with that strategy?
2: Supplies! But yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes,
0: you do you think that's a good strategy. I mean not you I try agree it
2: with the strategy being a strategy like I don't know we were talking about it being good. It was just <laughs> just one way to do things. That's like pumping gas with like one like styrofoam cup at a time.
1: It's not a good idea, but it, it could work. Hey, a strategy hmm. is only a strategy if it gets you ahead. So if you learn where things are in this in this other world and then you can utilize it in the quote unquote real world of the game then uh it's a strategy it's it a strategy is fun, right?
0: and the reason i wanted to talk about it is because it's a fun different version like 2021 to me is like the year that i'm just going to try a bunch of stuff that like and i know that's very like very outrageous to say like oh my gosh this guy's got had, New and exciting plans for 21? I really don't. These aren't my plans. I'm just like, I'm just going to try it. Like, I've never played Minecraft. We have it now. Let's play it. Let's let's play it together and see what we can do with this thing. And if it takes over my life, like, I'm trying to do anything but play World of Warcraft because I think it will take over my life. So I just
1: can't. Play that you game. should talk to Dane about that one. I know it was his birthday yesterday. By was, the way. It and, was. It yeah, was. I said yeah. him.
0: I said him a happy birthday. But he'll yeah, tell so, you to so,
1: stay away because yeah.
0: He, he, and he would say that I'm sure. He and knows Minecraft is like just right there before World of Warcraft, which is weird. <laughs> They're the same. <laughs> same same connotation there, but but no, I I don't know, man. I just I'm enjoying it because I love. All I'm saying, okay, and I don't want to, I don't divulge too much, but like all I'm saying is that I'm definitely playing it wrong with the strategy that I have, and Laos always has to correct me. I'm like, hey, let's go out there and kill everything, and he's like, no, you can't. And then I go out there and die, I lose all my shit, and then he's like, now we got to go get it back, and it's it's more complicated. So I don't know, I'm not playing it correctly, obviously, but but I'm enjoying the fact that I made a hundred breads today. And I found a hundred golds today, and I put them all in our chest, Lyle, So they're there, and I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow.
1: You'll get there, buddy. You'll get there. <laughs> Sounds like the strategy's working.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't have any idea, but but it is good. I love it. I just like I think what I like most about it is just exploring like a new mechanics and new gameplay and stuff that I know I like. Like I don't I don't love you know the Call of Duties we talk about it like pop, uh, Population One on the Oculus or like. You know PUBG and Fortnite. Like I just don't love those things because there's no like tenure. You don't. You don't like the experience you get. I feel like is is very short lived. But like with something you can build your own, like No Man's Sky and like Skyrim, where you like it's true RPG stuff and you're like really building like a base and building your stuff up. I think I really am gravitating towards that. And, and Cyberpunk is turning out to be similar to that vein, where like I can build that up as long as all the NPCs don't look like potatoes. Which most of them do right now, but that will change, which is fine. So, it yeah, it's just it's just some of the survival stuff I love because it gives you like purpose while you're doing it. But at every turn, I'm just turning the last and be like, man, this is relaxing. Like it's very relaxing. Ryan, you should play the game if you have it on Switch. You know, you should you should just play it. It it's fun because it's it's you get to a point of like I've done everything for the day. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to sleep. I'm just gonna go to sleep yeah. and wait for tomorrow. You or- know a
1: game I've been playing? What? What? WordScapes. <laughs> that is my game right now. So you guys, you do your thing. I haven't uh, played anything else besides WordScapes. I'm on level 120. <laughs> wow. wow! How long's that taken? Uh, five days. So what is WordScapes? It's like a crossword puzzle. They give you six letters, and then you have to make as many words as you can to fit. The puzzle escape and then some extras but all it is just a crossword game with six letters and then you go to the next level which is more difficult and then so on. seven so letters yeah it's it's not a it's just a it's just a i just play it when i'm trying to fall asleep because i like to feel like i accomplished something for the day
2: quite the salesman for that game <laughs> yeah
1: but, you
0: know no. no no it's all good yeah, it's, it's a game. It's, of- it's a game. Games it's are games, games, man. That's all. Games I'm are all games. In Speaking <laughs> of games, right Guy, what would you how would you feel about a new Indiana Jones game? Uh, I mean, uh why not, Donnie? Why not? Because they made a horrible one for the PS3 that was no good. <laughs> that's why not. Oh. Well, then but, they probably need to make a new one. It was called Indiana Jones and the Staff of Kings, and it's horrible. And it's really bad. Really bad. But What happened in the last two weeks, essentially, was that Lucasfilm, uh, right, Star Wars and all that stuff, Lucasfilm, I don't know if it's Lucasfilm, but Lucasfilm Games made their own denomination now, so, like, Lucasfilm's Games is a new thing, just just literally in the last week, and the first announcement of what they were going to make, Lucasfilm's game, their first game, they released a trailer, and it included, you know, Lego Star Wars, and Fallen Order, and... Knights the uh, uh, Star Wars, um, not Knights of the Old Republic, but whatever that MMO is, that's still going. A new addition to that, Fall. yada yada yada. But they're they're new. They've announced themselves as a new game studio, which is very exciting. Which means that there are new Star Wars games coming. That's the first thing that you can admit. Squadrons was included in that. Battlefront Two was nice. included in, in that like envelope. You know, kind of this is. These are all of our launch titles or whatever they were that were launching the studio. And now we've got a new Indiana Jones game. The, the trailer they showed was very um, inconclusive as to what exactly it would be. It showed the Jones diary. It showed some maps. It showed some kind of stuff through time, coffee pot and whatever else. But the last thing it showed was the whip. And so, you know, the intent was or the, the tease from Bethesda, which Bethesda is awesome. And they make Skyrim. They make Elder Scrolls, all that stuff. Yeah. They're they're making a game under the Lucasfilm's games uh, title that that it's going to be Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. Um, so this year actually celebrates the 40th anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark, the premiere of when that movie came out. So I, I think it will definitely be launched or at least established this year, which is exciting. I don't know what the hell an Indiana Jones game would be. I know there's there's a sixth. Indiana Jones film in the making. Correct. That's gonna start filming hopefully this year, if not I next hear about year that. with the twenty twenty three. Yep. I- I've heard some rumblings, so I don't know, but like an Indiana Jones game made by Bethesda under the Lucasfilm Games. Ooh. Might be uh might be pretty good.
2: So what I have to say on that is I feel like it's gonna be like an uncharted. Um type of
0: very well could be it should be
2: yeah it should be because you all you want to do as indiana jones you don't want to spend the, the 12 hours on a flight to bogota like you don't want to do all that like you want to like just live out the cool parts and like solve the mysteries and like the stamps of Ra and stuff like that like you don't want to do any of those, like the work like the legwork on it but what i would love is like a just cause style like Here's this kingdom. Go get it done.
0: But that's so different. That's so different from like, yeah.
2: I know. Trust me. I, again, I'm, I'm talking about two different games. I'm talking about two different styles. Yeah. What I feel like will happen is the Nathan Drake style, like, un, or you know, Uncharted. Just the, it's going to be like, oh, you're somewhere in like, you know, this place, and blah blah blah, and you got to. It's semi-guided and it's structured and whatnot. But um, but what I would love is just rip shit up as a jeep. In like a jungle, in like somewhere. How about sword fighting
0: on the? How about sword fighting on the top of the jeep? Would you be down with that? If I sword fought on the top of the jeep, sure. had the monkeys help me, like Shia LaBeouf in the last Indiana Jones movie? No, <laughs> not like
2: that. Just super serious. <laughs> no, I don't want it. No, I mean nothing against Shia LaBeouf or anybody who enjoys Shia. LaBeouf. Everything
0: against
1: Shia LaBeouf is his fault. It's definitely his fault. Just
2: watch the Shia LaBeouf musical and you'll know.
1: The one thing. where he did that music video with Sia?
2: No, just the Shia LaBeouf. The it's
1: right before that music video with Sia.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. It's terrifying. Shia LaBeouf, terrifying. he's
0: sneaking through the forest ready to chew your arms off or whatever that was. I don't know, so oh, good, I don't know if I have it. time yep. for that in my life. I what? <laughs> all right. Anyways, moving on. So I'm excited about that. Indiana Jones movie by. Bethesda. Indiana Jones game by Bethesda. Yeah, that sounds exciting to me. I'm all about that. That that sounds good. I don't know how that's going to be great. It could be very bad, but if it's anything like Uncharted, it'll be great. Agreed. Yep.
1: I do like a I good Uncharted.
0: That. All right. Um so a couple more notes that I have here. What loss?
2: I got nothing.
1: No, I said I do so, like a good Uncharted. That's that's what I said.
0: Yep. So a couple more notes that I have is the, um, the Star Wars, uh, The High Republic. So that has been released in the last two weeks as well. Lucasfilm, actually, Lucasfilm Publishing. So Lucasfilm Games, Lucasfilm Publishing, right? Two different entities. They've revealed that The High Republic is going to be kind of like the next go-to for what we're doing or what they're doing for the uh, remainder or for the foreseeable future of publishing in the Star Wars universe. So we've already got that Patty Jenkins is going to release... The uh, Rogue Squadron movie, which is going to be after the Rogue Squadron kind of uh, X-Wing force that that has been curtailed through all the movies. But this is basically 200 years before um, the Skywalker Saga. So I'm not going to get into it because on our channel, uh, Craftology Radio on YouTube, you can check it out. Uh, There's a brand new trailer breakdown video that I, myself, Donnie Hello, have done. And so please do check it out. It it seems exciting. Um, A little you know i'm not sure how it's going to really curl into the movies i think that if this time period and this these stories you know do really well i think it's going to bode um very well for having a movie or a trilogy or a set of movies or at least short stories or episodes on disney plus anything like that come out of some of this storytelling because so far with you know the acquisition of disney and in, in star wars in 2015 or so Um, They they did a really good job of tying in the books to the movies. Now, the books are setting this precedent of the High Republic era, which, again, is 200 years before anything that we've seen on the big screen. If they can tie it in correctly and get people hooked, I think that we'll see a lot of stories that take place there on the big screen or on the little screen, the Disney Plus screen, whatever you have. Um, I think that's where a lot of stories should and and, and rightly so will come from. But we'll, we'll see. If you want to see any more about that um tune into the YouTube channel Craftology Radio. Uh you can find us there and again check out the the trailer breakdown. I had a great time doing it. Hopefully you guys enjoy it and, and there'll be more to that. But Vaspengar, any any other um thoughts on the High Republic?
2: There was there was one thought of mine that just is just so iconic looking, but I don't even want to like talk about it because I want to leave that because I have a feeling that y'all discussed it. <laughs> Or you, you discussed it. Um, it is a like certain very signature Coruscant style tower that just, yeah, yeah. I won't get into it.
0: Well, they, that big thing in the space state, the big space station thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's in space. Who, who the hell knows? That's like what the whole story is about.
2: Yeah, but do you kn- you know where that lands eventually. I'm sure. No. In Coruscant, there's an exact identical tower. Every time they do a Didn't zoom in on the Jedi Temple, there's this tower is always sort of there, and I just disregarded it as a three-way radio tower of some sort. But, no, that thing, as soon as I saw it, I was like, wah, 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 what? Like, that's what sold me. But, again, you know, I don't mean to dive too much into it because you have a full breakdown. So, do feel free, everyone out there, to tune in to Donnie's full-on breakdown.
0: Which covers nothing of that towered conversion to whatever you said. <laughs> right. I don't think it's anything to do with it. I think it's blown up. I'm sure it does. This is my theory. I'm sure it does.
2: My theory now. You don't, you don't own any of this.
0: All right, that's yours. Get your bits oh, off
2: it. Yeah, it's my theory now. There's a tower. It's in space. And then it's on up. Deal with it.
0: Nah, I don't know about that.
2: Uh, ease.
0: Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, there's a lot to come out of that. But again, tune into the... Um, Tune in the highlights there. If you guys think of anything that we should cover, we should talk about it. we didn't miss that, or we did miss in that, please let us know. And, um, yeah, leave it in the comments below. So we, we appreciate that. Last one. You brought this story up, this next story here. Uh, to the uh, text chain. The McRib is back.
2: A- oh, wait. <laughs> wait,
0: what? So the McRib
2: is back.
0: No <laughs> more McRib. Sorry,
2: sorry, sorry. I was a couple show notes old. You've mind. been
0: McRubbed.
2: Let's talk about the McRib again, though. It was nice. No,
0: it's not. Did you, you ever cool. get one? <laughs> no, me neither. You guys horrible. Kidding. We talked about it so long. I know, I know, I
1: know. I The did story.
0: Fix. The story. Was Mando in *Galaxy's Edge*? And Lousman, you brought it up to our attention. Please elaborate on what your theory or news is.
2: Correct, Amundo. This is not official news. This is just sort of speculation at this point, but it's um, it's looking likely in my opinion. So the galaxy's edge portion of i'm going to always call it this way mgm um aka hollywood studios at uh, disney world in orlando uh has been focused very much so on the newer movies and the newer movie characters as in kylo ren and um and we have uh a oh boy ray and we've got Diglett,
0: what Diglett. Legolas? Diglett. What? Legolas. Did you say Piglet? I said Diglett. Diglett? Who the hell's. Di- Who's. It's
1: Pokemon. D-
2: oh, I know. Okay, yeah. So Diglett is. uh oh, okay. Doug
1: Trio. You know. Yeah, on, he's a Doug Trio. Trio. He's the he knows the whole evolution. He's the evolution. <laughs> he's in
2: the middle tier of a. D- uh, was it Digimon? D- no, what was it?
0: What? Pokemon. Pokemon. No, but-
2: the original Diglett. Like, the Diglett was the trio. That
1: was the evolution. Oh, that trio was a. Uh, this is not a Pokemon
0: podcast. Who cares? Continue your point, One,
1: Just FYI.
2: Um. In any event, beyond Diglett. Um, no, <laughs> now I'm all derailed. Ow, Jeebus.
0: Diglett derailed, aren't you? Ha <laughs>
2: So, okay, no, no, so I'm back on track. Okay, so, so in any event, um, there's been a lot of talk of replacing the characters who are currently, or I should say, entertainer cast members who are currently walking around Galaxy's Edge in, uh, Hollywood studios. And, uh, they're going to potentially replace some of them with, uh, some characters from Mandalorian, the series. So, how cool would that be? Like, I think they're just trying to, like, I think the higher-ups, or at least the people in charge of like leading that into the new year and whatnot, they're just sort of realizing, like, hey, you know what's hot right now? Like, Mandalorian! So, like, I think it would be really cool instead of having, like, Rey or Kylo or, like, knockoff on Solo or knockoff on Solo or whatever. Um, you know, just any of these characters that could be popping out from the new movies that could be polarized like either which way you could be like i'm all about it or eh, not so much a big fan i think they would they would kind of sum it all up by saying you know who's here <laughs> like just having mandalorian come out and boba fett wait for anybody who hasn't seen it <laughs> you know that's a little bit of a spoiler sorry but mm, boba fett or you know just a few of the other characters who have been recently you know kind of found out about in uh the mandalorian series so Again, it would make sense um, as, like, if not a seasonal thing, maybe, like, an annual thing, or I don't even know, like, if you could I rotate I think that's smart. Out. Yeah, but I don't see any problem with rotating. I don't see any problem with the rotation. I think that'd be nope. solid. Like, I'd, I'd love to see Ray in the summer, and Boba Fett and Mando, and, like, the winter, whatever. Like, so, however they want to do that, it's talked about happening, and a lot of people are thinking it's happening. So, again, not confirmed, but... Potential.
0: It's just funny because when they first... When they first established Galaxy's Edge, remember it was like... It takes place. Literally at the time that we're building it. Which was which it was in between The, um, the Last Jedi and the, the Rise of Skywalker. And that was the timeline that it was never going to deviate from. So you wouldn't see any legacy characters like Han Solo who was dead at the time. Or Darth Vader or that kind of crap. But... Like, why couldn't they just be like, hey, you know? This is a place. Yeah. Yeah, they're just here now, and that's just what it is. And they're just strolling through town. Like, I don't think that anybody faults, you know, like Disney characters or any other section of the park that's like, well, Donald Duck technically wasn't around during the time of Splash Mountain. Therefore, he shouldn't be out front of Pirates in the Caribbean. Like, I don't think anybody gives a shit about that anymore. So like therefore, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge as immersive as it is, if you saw a Mandalorian walking around with Baby Yoda on his hip, you would lose your goddamn shit. Yep. And that's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. Like I think that's the take they're going to they're going to make and they're going to slowly convert things to where like it's time met, timeline ambiguous again. Yep. To use that word. So I mean, that's what I think is going to happen I think it's inevitable and I think it's a dumb thing not to do this
2: <laughs> that's, that's part of the Disney magic like I mean that was there's still an experience to this day I can't understand or explain but it was uh, Rick Moranis and John Goodman they showed up in the great movie ride line still can't explain it
0: wait what do you mean
2: like they were in the line and they looked very realistic you were there RJ you were there um they were there and i literally said man they go they look really realistic and they turned like rick moranis turned to me and was like thanks you do too and i was like what like that was- <laughs> Wait, what? when was this i wasn't there dude this was early uh, mid 90s this was mid 90s late 90s
0: yep <laughs> I don't have that memory at all. Oh, dude,
2: it's terrifying. It was not a dream. It happened, and I was like, "What?" It was Disney magic. Like I feel like if if every once in a while, like every like hundred days, freaking just Mando just walked through, like you said, with uh, Baby Yoda on his hip, and just didn't talk you to anybody, in mind. didn't even acknowledge anybody. That would be Disney magic right there. I'd be like, "Yep, yep, like, that's the thing." That's glorious.
0: I would just take it on a slow press day and just, like, have him walk through and just be like, just go for it. Just just walk from A to B and see how much fucking press we get and, like, social media and TikToks and whatever else go off. Yep. It'll be nuts. Yep. It'll be absolutely nuts. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it otherwise because, like, people have seen the movie now. The movie's been out for, for a good minute and Kylo Ren's dead and these other things are gone. Like, it's not a same thing. So, they... Knowing Disney and the way they do it, they'll 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 start to phase out these things and phase in new stuff. But like, focus on the property that's got some legs, and I think the Mandalorian and the night the New Republic or whatever it is. Yeah, there's a lot of meat on that bone. So so why not why not chew on it? Absolutely, that's what I think. Yep, chew away, chew away, and. <laughs> As we um as we kind of progress through here, we we don't have many more stories. I, there 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 is one thing, Lousman. I just want to get your quick take on this, and I know Ryan, we're being rude in terms of not you know kicking to you every every second here, but um there's a Thrawn rumor because obviously with Ahsoka, the series coming, and I just wanted to put it out there because there's there's two big big contenders. So three in my opinion, but two that the uh, the the you know um we. we we got this covered or the Polygon, you know, dot coms are are covering. One of which for, for Thrawn is rep Robert Downey Jr.
2: RDJ all the way. Yep.
0: And the other one is Lars Mickelson. So who are you thinking is gonna be the better the <laughs> better Thrawn?
2: Dude, it's gotta be RD RDJ. No
0: freaking way. Dude. Absolutely not.
2: How do you not think he would fit that role? Did you not watch the Sherlock Holmes movies?
0: Okay, you know who is also <clears throat> Sherlock Holmes is Lars Mickelson.
2: Yes. Uh, in my opinion (laughs) this is just my opinion not to uh poo -poo on anyone i feel like rdj did it better so
0: he did not he didn't do it better he did it worse he did it far worse um that's your opinion lars mickelson is the the older brother of of mads mickelson who was already in the star wars franchise in rogue one he was um what's his freaking name he portrays... So Mads Mikkelsen portrays Galen uh, Erso in, uh, in, in Rogue One. And Lars Mikkelsen actually already voices Thrawn for the cartoon Rebels, which has been on and on and on. And so like Bo-Katan's voice, right? Um, the, I forget the lady now that, that played Bo-Katan, but she actually is playing her in real life. And now I think Lars is going to play a real-life Thrawn. He, he, he has a, a thin face... In a very muscular-looking weirdness to him. He was that in a think, movie. Yeah, I know who you're
2: talking. <laughs> about.
0: I think if you look, Ryan, if you just Google Thron, he looks like that guy. Um, the the species of them all, the, the the they look like he would be a good fit for Thron. Dean Cain. Um, he obviously has the voice for it. What what do say? Dean Cain. I thought not Dean, Dean Cain. Cain no. 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 Lars Lars did The Voice of Thron in, in Rebels.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm off. I mean, My Dean Kane is If if I could enter my opinion here, as much as I love Robert Downey Jr and I think that that would be something fun to watch, I was thinking about just like the roles that he plays and I just don't know if it would fit you know what i'm it saying wouldn't. it it, it, it just would look out of place and i think the one thing though you know uh, i well mandalorian's a little bit different you know they got some decently big named actors but you know i think the one thing that that is true about star wars and correct me if i'm wrong there's not a lot of like standalone actors i mean the original casts from you know uh, the 70s right sorry, but Harrison you know you Ford? you you you've got to bring them back but those movies kind of made them Famous to 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 some extent for the Star Wars Lord, but even with uh, you know, a lot of the movies that just came out, I just see Robert Downey Jr. as being something that might overshadow the movies itself. Absolutely. So I don't know yeah. if I agree.
0: Well and and we've explained we've explained this character to you before, Ryan, and I've done it I, I know we've done it with the podcast yeah. before, but like Thrawn is this count. Cal- he's not an evil man, he's not Darth Sidious, he's not the Emperor, he's not Palpatine, he's not this evil person he's just a very calculated strategic very very intelligent um figure in in the empire and he's used that you know he doesn't go in and just throw battalions and, and like armies at people he studies the culture he studies the history of a planet or a species and then finds ways to infiltrate them and does it and then and then executes you know and takes over whole planets so it's a very different strategy but like the way that this guy handled the character, Lars Mikkelsen handled the character in um, in Thrawn, the voice. It will if you just look at one or two snippets or trailers from that. That if you just yeah. Google literally like Rebels Thrawn, you'll you'll see all the stories you need to. And if you can imagine that guy coming to life in real life, you know this is the right guy to to play that character. And I think that they will choose that. But I do not think Robert Downey Jr. is the way it were to go, unless you want some Iron Man.
1: I don't know. See, and that's, what I, don't, that's what I don't want. Yeah. That, I don't want that either.
2: Would that be
0: yeah. cool, though? I don't know. I like art. It wouldn't be cool.
1: You. <laughs>
0: I've talked to a couple of buddies in some groups that I'm in, and, and everybody's like, that would be the worst decision is to get. Because, again, like you said, Ryan, like the, the the best part of Star Wars these no-name actors and actresses that have nothing. you know, They don't have any kind of chops to stand on. They just can fit the role, and they can make it their own, and that's why they're good at it and not that Lars Mickelson is is not a small actor or big actor or whatever he's he's not rdj you're right Laos. but i i think that he he will um like most of the most of the uh, cameos we've seen from the mandalorian they bring enough where you don't need the over you know the aaa star title to to really bring it home you just need a solid chops to act play the part do it to a t and and get out and well, that's i think
1: and you already said he's the the voice actor for yeah. rebels so he, you, the voice familiarity is there you know he's already got the mannerisms down cuz he already knows the character now he just has to bring it to the screen i think that's more of a no brainer no brainer than r d j
0: yeah and and he can do it and he can do it really really
1: well there you so, go yeah. case closed yeah. Yeah. I'm excited either I, uh, which
2: way. Bring Throne to the screen some more. Like the, I'm already the defense rest scene, <laughs> and just just do more of it. I don't care. Whatever you got to do, whoever you got to pick.
0: Yeah, go and, and the last piece about it is that just like you said, Ryan, like you know the the last Mando character that came to to live action. This was again one of the first times they'd done this. They they brought Bo Katan from the cartoon, who was voiced by uh, Katie Sackhoff to real life. Who was played by Katie Sackhoff and the character you put them side by side looks identical. Perfect. And I have a feeling if they can do that with Lars Mickelson, it will it will again bring bring a real life character you know from the cartoon to real life and just make that that immersion that synergy even greater. So I don't know that we we can we can end it right there. I don't have to say anything else about it, but I, I hope that they don't they don't go for an R D J and Lars is the pick or or someone that can be comparable to that level, but. Um, but man, it's, it's exciting for Star Wars cause this year is going to be, going to be great. You know, we're not getting oh. a Mando until next year.
1: Wait a minute. Bring RDJ in as like a 3PO newer version. Oh.
0: It would be, be cool. He'd That'd be, be a cool, cool voice shit. for a robot. He'd
1: be, yeah. He'd be a gr- and he's already played one. So yeah. Tiger
0: Watiti, um, Alan Tudyk, you know, RDJ, they'd be, they'd be great, great robot companions to Problem make quirky. Solved noticeable memorable kind of experiences but but don't don't put them in a role like this cuz i i just think that will just get too sticky over the top yep. in my opinion. I agree. But, but I'll be appreciative like Lyle said for anything. Yep. I just want more of it. So on that note, boys, anything else for the end of the episode? Negative, no. All right. Well then where can the good kids find you?
1: Well, you can find me at rye underscore guy on Instagram and also in the Craft Brews Geek News Facebook page, where you can join and uh, partake in some of the awesome conversations that we have there. And you can also find me on the uh, Craftology Radio Network Fantasy Brews, which will be coming more in your face in twenty twenty one. So coming
0: more in your face! Perfect. Wow! <laughs> Just, Just
1: wham, <laughs> in, 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 wow. Wow. <laughs> oh,
0: all right, Ryan. Lost Man, where can they <laughs> find you? Hopefully not all over their face. I believe that
2: was also like that was off the tails of him saying, you can falsify me. <laughs> you can like he meant to say like also find me, but all I heard was falsify me. But I can be found. Um, on Twitter at mister Lostman. Tweeting Mo every day and day. And then
0: Are you? Yeah? I... When
1: was the last time you tweeted? Huh? Your profile huh? hasn't been deleted yet?
2: No, I'm not that big yet. They try and keep the influencers on for a pretty hot minute.
1: All right.
0: Well, you can always find me and, of course, the show. Again, as we said at the beginning of this episode, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Just just look for Craftology Radio. It's not that hard. It's real simple. Kraft- Ology. Radio, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. We made it simple for you guys. And if you can't get that or you want more on Facebook, it's a group. It's a thing. Just Google Craft Brews Geek News. You'll find the Facebook group. Add on in there. It's open to the public to join. So anybody can join it. We've got 150 members there. It's good conversation. If you're a Nimbus or a a, a dongle, we will, wait, what is it? Is it a... um?
2: You're talking about a broom from Harry Potter and some sort of computer peripheral. You need to specify a little bit. I don't know what those all right. two have. If going. you're a dongus...
0: Dingus? If you're a dingus. There know. it goes. If you're a dingus like I am... There it is. ...or something else, we'll kick you out. <laughs> either be way... Don't be a dingus. Don't be a
2: dingus a or great... don't be a broom from Harry Potter. If <laughs> you nimbus. don't do that, I think you're,
0: you're just good to go. A nimby.
2: Oh, Nimi. Okay, got it, nailed it. Third, maybe fifth try.
0: All right, whatever. But Ryan, uh, yeah. So that's 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 where you can find us, and we we would love to have you on board. And please do tune in for the uh, the future episodes. Like Ryan said, fantasy brews, but we're gonna do a lot of stuff this year that's gonna be really exciting. we we're, we're, we're gonna I'm just gonna tease it out there. It might not apply to everybody here, but there's some D and D coming our way. Um, there's also some, some, some twig stuff coming our way. There might be a new podcast or two. And of course, like Ryan mentioned, fantasy brews. So we, we condense all those things onto one channel so that everybody can really enjoy listening to everything they like to listen to and skip all the fluff, all the bullshit. So we try not to add in anything like ads or anything crazy like that. Hope you're enjoying it. If you are, please join the Facebook group and talk to us there. Also, please leave us a like, leave us a uh, subscribe, and, of course, um, a comment or review. If it's a positive one, we do appreciate it. If it's a negative one, let us know we can improve. We can only do so much, boys and girls. We do not make any money off this. We are here doing it for fun for you, for us. So please help us out. That said, Ryan, as we end every podcast with a cat looming over your shoulder ready to kill you, we say...
1: Don't be ambiguous." Dimbiguous.
0: Oh, dim-biguous.
1: Like, dimbiguous. Um,
2: It just is confusing on all fronts, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> just felt all like right. it tied
1: in the words of the show. Yeah. Boy. All right, everybody. <laughs> uh, Have you. a good night. Cheers. Cheers and thank you.
2: Cheers. To being out of here.
0: You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews, and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network.